This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Welcome back to another episode of This is our 25th episode, a milestone for All Yum here in Studio 3. We have hit... We've survived. We've survived 25 episodes and it is officially our Silver Jubilee. So get out your Union Jacks, get out your All Yum hoodies and go down on the street and celebrate. This is 25 episodes of All Yum. Top-notch podcast quality from the team here at Radio Kidnappers and All Yum. Hey, and we wouldn't be the team we are without our feedback. Our valuable feedback. We appreciate any forms of feedback that you uh, give to us, big or small. Um, so please, if you wish to um, give us any feedback, head over to either at info at Radio Kidnappers um, dot something. I can't so, quite remember. Don't go to that email. Actually, just go to our Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram, the one that's owned by Meta, Meta, used to be called Facebook, go to Instagram, the purple one, and search up in the bar, All Young Podcast, lower cases, no spaces, no nothing, just All Young Podcast, and we have a yellow logo. Hit that, hit follow, and then send us a message with your feedback. That is our social media handle. We're going to develop a Facebook page, potentially, if we can be bothered doing that. So, anyway, now we've cleared the air on that one. Uh, welcome back to everyone. We're missing Samantha today, but we've got Case, Jack, and um, Kate. <laughs> got my name? No, 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 no. I was just, you know, sort of like that proper radio. Um, She's fucked. <laughs> That's a cheer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inappropriate. Um, so, yeah, welcome back to you, Case. Thank you very much, Charlie. Never missed an episode. Of course not. Welcome Those back to you, Cheers. Mate, I'm finishing up the game. <laughs> oh, cheers, Charlie. Welcome back to you, Kate. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. And welcome a welcome to... to you, Charlie. And a welcome to you, Charlie. See, I told you that chess game is going to be distracting you. What was it again about you listening? I am. It doesn't seem to be. Look, moving. mate, I just promoted to a queen. I've won. Got on my What? Jack's attempt at today um, has gone down well with Case Tuppany, who's just been promoted to a queen. Um, Alrighty. This is Um, trash, by the way. 104.7 FM, uh, 1431 AM. You can find uh, our shows. This is a really good 25th Jubilee. I know, I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited. What are we 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 talking about today, Charles? Well, actually, before we do do that iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify for our other episodes. However, they do get deleted. So, get in quick. Get in quick. <laughs> Just like everything else, it's all oh, yum's running out of stock. <laughs> and merch will be available very soon. So, we're not a sustainable business, are we? <clears throat> no, we are. Because we're not hogging the platform, which means we're not using the resources for too long. <sighs> Case one is cheese. For those of you who wish to see Case winning his chess, go to our Instagram that we mentioned earlier. Alrighty, let's get into it. Let's stop the joking around. This is the, we've got some serious topics to get we do. through today. We do. We've got some. We've got one serious topic to get through, but it's a biggie. Mm. It's the one you've all been waiting for: 
vaccine mandates. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wants to hear about COVID. Everyone wants to hear about COVID. Do you know what? I think we should throw in some Marty Ward stuff in there. Oh, well. yeah, really oh. spice oh, things I'm up. Gonna cool. I'm going to get cool. People want to hear about Marty Ward. Do they? They do. They haven't had enough of it yet? No. Oh, wow. Well, we could talk about Marty Wards. 2025, guys. Anyway, seriously. No, we did it again. See, this is what happens when you're on the 25th Jubilee. Just too excited. We're just too excited. Or maybe it's the exams. What about them? Just we're excited for them. Wait, no. re- wait we have exams? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> Alrighty. I'm just trying to forget about that. <laughs> Um, Mate, vaccine mandates. <laughs> vaccine mandates. So, um, Mate, lots to get through today. Let's get serious now. Yeah, let's actually get serious now. So, first, obviously, for us, where we see vaccine mandates has been at school. That's really loud. That's really loud and really distracting. I thought you just said we're getting serious now. You're right. Put a bass there. Bit of. <laughs> Phone ASMR. So, vaccine mandates. Vaccine mandates. So, obviously, a couple of current events that happened the other day. Um, the, mandate, the mandate within uh, the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Health for workers who are associated with those two different ministries came into effect. And so, those teachers or nurses or doctors or whatever um, who were not vaccinated were unfortunately not allowed to come in and work. I think that happened last Wednesday. Does that, yep. Yep. Does that mean they're that like... Safe, wasn't it? Does that mean they get fired, or does it mean that they They're can work online? According to what I read on, um, that is actually stuff. unclear. I've read two different articles that said two different things. One said that they get fired immediately. One said that they're kept on the roster. Um, for a period of time, and if they do choose to have their first vaccination within that period of time, they are allowed to come back. Yeah, I think it is that. From what I've been reading, um, there I know that there's never mind. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know that there's the. Op- I know that there's the opportunity for them to come back to school. Yes, I know that's on the table. But if yeah, I think which is why schools across the country haven't been farewelling those teachers in a more ceremonial role as they usually do if they choose to leave. It's more of like a we won't talk about it, that's but what, they're more available to come back. That's totally what surprised me the most. Is that prize giving? They mentioned all the teachers that. Oh yeah, they didn't. They don't talk about any of the teachers who left. Yeah, yeah. I know. I noticed that as well. Yeah, the prize giving just... all across the country, really? uh, not one school specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all across the country. Yeah, it doesn't not... look good on the school. Don't it? No, mm. doesn't. No, definitely. Yeah. Doesn't. Which is why, by the way, our school absolutely no teachers left. Of course not. No, no, no teachers did. Um, as an advocate for the school now. <laughs> Congratulations to Case Tarpany. Yeah, Case Tarpany. Did you hear boy? And Board of Trustees representative. And Heather Marty's I think Heather the Marty people students. that left weren't really surprising. From the well, amount of people I've seen leave, not just in school, the people I've seen who've been anti-vax and been fired and all, whatever they're doing, Let it hasn't go. really been a surprise. Yeah, I there think were a couple for me that I was same, surprised. I agree as yeah. well. There were but some we that I just sort of thought you kind of need country. to go across anyway. the country. Across the country, yeah, yeah, and the world actually. Yeah. Uh, across the across the world, but because that's the thing. Like a lot of the time, like for me, I, I looked up to a couple of those figures, and seeing them leave was kind of like what I did not mm. expect that. And I'm sure there's been people across New Zealand who have felt the same. So it puts into doubt huh. also not necessarily the ability to educate, but 
yeah, their ability to educate <laughs> effectively and truthfully. Um, maybe for some subjects like mathematics and English, maybe not so much. But if you're a science teacher and you're yeah, yeah, yeah. that is certainly, I think, an interesting uh, little thing going on there, especially if you're a bio teacher or a chemistry teacher. <laughs> I don't think... Well, surely there must have been at least one case of that. Because, I mean, yeah. flat, yeah. flat earthers? Yeah. Yeah, no, there would have been cases of that. I mean, there's certainly lots of different things in science that still are theories that haven't necessarily been proven to their, you know, to a full extent where there's you know, significant it, scientific states because there's only some things that happen... You know, and for example, in physics, you know, uh, some universal events in the universe only happen every two thousand years, and so there's some theories that only can be tested on those events, and yeah. we're never going to see those events. Yeah. But the thing is, is that being an educator within those specific things, you know, requires you to almost believe in those things. So if you're putting doubt on something that is pretty widely accepted as, you know, vaccines are good for you know preventing diseases and stuff like that it sort of like sort of brings up well what other things have sort of been maybe misled or skewed a little bit and stuff like that there's always teachers there's always biases within teachers but well i know it wasn't just the um vaccine people were worried about it was also uh their breach of individual rights that was another thing some people didn't get the vaccine. Protested, right? Yeah. So, yeah. As a protest. Which I, I think is rights. fairly silly if you work for the Ministry of Education and you're being upset of being told what to do by the government. When you're literally... Yeah. You're, you're literally a government employee. When you yeah. have... <laughs> no, it's like if my boss tells me to, like, ask... It's like, oh, you're rostered on for these days and you didn't show up. And I'm like, well, how can you expect to tell me what to do? Mm. You told me to dust that shelf over there? How dare you? That is a breach of rights. (laughs) I mean, what what do these people expect? Like, they've been told how to teach this subject. You know, there's not very much, you know, flexibility, especially at NCQA, on how you teach a subject. I mean, you get to to choose the context, but in terms of what you teach, there's no choices there. You have to to teach what the government tells you. So why is it all of a sudden individual choices are suddenly on everyone's radar? Because I I know why it is like that. And it's interesting, too, for the health sector. If you're a Mm. nurse and you're not vaccinated, does that add up? I mean... You're literally, you know, using science every day yeah. and this, like, public health is I don't think it's so much anti-vax. It seems to be there a problem with... There are anti-vaxxers. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, there, it's well, religion as well. It seems to be that. Yeah, I think religion is... Okay. Which confuses well, sorry, me. Wait, I never wait, wait, wait. She's trying to speak. It seems to be more of vaccine hesitancy because a lot of these people... A lot of these people have got all their other vaccinations it's just this one they feel it's been brought on too soon or they haven't heard the right information or yeah. they're in with the wrong influence the the conflicting information yeah but what but i mean if you don't believe in vaccines then what's to say that you believe in other medicines that have been you know created well in that's a lab? the thing is well, they don't really um like if, i would argue that they do i think it's specifically this vaccine that people are worried about because of all the misinformation that has gone around about yeah. the vaccine and because of it being a global event, because of it yeah. um, having so much time on our hands in lockdown to <laughs> browse the yeah. internet freely. I mean, it's, yeah, it has created a lot of... Um... I mean, 
But the thing is, is that, like, for example, a nurse that's administering, you know, a a handful of different new cancer medicines, for example. If we're applying the same theories that not every nurse that's been let go applies, but, you know, some nurses who say that, you know, it was rushed and we know we can't be sure about science or something like that, you know, we can't trust the doctors. Well, then can't that same argument be applied to literally the entire healthcare system? Is that if we can't trust doctors to make decisions around, you know, vaccines or approve vaccines, them, what's the same, same thing that they can approve something like the Māori Health Authority or, you know, trust them to, yeah, you I know, mean, declare cancer truck the issue medically is safe? They hold that perspective, but then it seems that where they get their information is that logic can't be applied to to that source for some reason. It's like, oh no, the the government or like, yeah, yeah, those doctors are saying that, but we can't trust them, but my doctor is saying that it can't be trusted, and we can trust that. But, I mean, even going to <laughs> that if, doctor... If you, if you can't have a conversation with someone by accepting the same truths, you, you're never going to be able to reason anything. And that, yeah. that's, the, that's the scariest thing. What I see is people who are just like, oh, it's all a big hoax. Like, everything you know, you shouldn't believe. And that's the kind of stuff that you're like, oh, how am I going to... Yeah, it is partly tied into that. It's like, how, how are you actually going to get anywhere with those types of perspectives? Yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to argue with, like, an anti-vax person, but that it's like you're both so aggressive on your own sides that it, you will never reach a middle ground, and it just goes on forever. Well, I don't think there is a middle ground in no, an there isn't. Because what is the middle ground? From my perspective, sometimes it feels like they are taking by a nihilistic approach where it's like, well, how can we be sure of anything? Science has been wrong in the past, therefore yeah. we can't trust And then it's like, well, you use science every day in your smartphone and your... Yeah. Mm. Like, you have to kind of accept that. I mean, sure. You, I mean, you can't, like, well, how you can can't, we be sure? You can't, I mean, you can do this, but like, it seems really strange to create an argument and a reason for something, but then don't apply it to everything that that reason applies it's to. It's a bit hypocritical, isn't it? Well, it is just slightly, because, I mean, if you're willing to take... You know... Most medical stuff is rushed because people want to find cures to things like cancer. We're not, like, wallowing about. I mean, yes, the vaccine was a, a faster process because there was so much more money put into it and so much more they urgency had around research it. done prior, though. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that people don't There's know that. There's a vaccine that already was in progress. And vaccines are very much, like, just a, a framework, and it's just adjusting that framework yeah. to each disease. Like, it's not something new here. We just That's the thing. They trust all the other vaccines because um they because they're, like, not as rushed. But in reality, those most likely, given well, the outbreaks that they were that created to prevent, probably might have been rushed. Exactly. And they Polio. Could, yeah. It was a rushed... It was faster than the vaccine that we have now, and everybody took it. Yeah, and then there's also... Well, well there were minus a few, but not yeah. as bad as it is today. Yeah, and there's also the fact that... um. Like there's specific there's specific requirements that have to be passed mm. in order for a vaccine to be passed, and those are the same requirements of any vaccine. And the Pfizer vaccine, as an example, has passed all of those requirements. I mean, I was I was watching this interview, sorry, um, in America. It was this New Land York free. New York protest around mandates, and there was this um, prominent representative of uh. What's the other party? Republicans. Um, and he was saying, oh, it's it's not, you know, it's unconstitutional, these mandates. And then Fu was saying, oh, well, didn't, um, I think it was George Washington. George Washington had mandates around mm, um, different <laughs> diseases back then. Like, is that not constitutional then? He's like, oh, no, like, founding fathers, like, what they do is right and all this <laughs> so kind of stuff. So but it only, so there we go. Again, this is the thing. This applies. Applies. Everyone... 
most people it's seem to think that it's it's different to any other prior Here's precedent. Another thing. But also because they would they would argue that George Washington was a conservative and technically though not a Republican in party because it didn't exist back then. But it was necessary be... to the health of the nation to have oh, yeah, that's mandates the thing. and that's the thing, but is that they don't What I yeah. often wonder about is like they say, Oh, you're breaching our rights, you're breaching our rights rights. But um when you look at it what rights are they breaching if you think about it? I'm reality, sorry, so there you, are no rights that you are look at, you you look at these like yeah. real shitty countries, oh. <laughs> like India, you've got child slavery. Hang, hang on, hang on. Let's just rephrase that. Underdeveloped countries. Mm, developing. No, uh, yeah, developing. I mean like these, ca- they're very low down countries. Uh, low not, down? Uh, Come on, just developing. Uh, developing. Developing. Please. That was the word I was looking for. Sorry. <laughs> just developing. I mean, Sorry. we said developing and then you went to low down. No. Uh, Shitty countries. Sorry. It's Trash. Like, no. It's Tickle. not what I mean. It's been a long day for me. Um... I mean, these, in these countries, there's a lot of bad stuff happening. There's child slavery, there's all this type... I, I don't even want to get into the specifics. And these, these countries, what rights do those people have? Like, when you compare to what we have as, as a real... So, wait, 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 wait. If, uh, can I just ask you, because North Koreans starve because of a dictator... And they have no rights. Does that mean that everyone else shouldn't have rights? As Wait, a no. Is that I'm what you're saying? Because I'm, I'm very confused. That, I'm saying that we need to appreciate the rights that we do have. Oh yes. And when you compare what we have to what others don't have, we're in such a good predicament. And you're arguing about this type of stuff. Predicament or situation? When, uh, situation doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're arguing like, we knew what about she meant. This. Everyone knew what she meant. I don't think people were like going to be like, no, you I'm... said predicament. <laughs> that is incorrect. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, ignore. I have some fans commenting. <laughs> that wasn't really the right word. Well, I'm a little bit tired, so if I say things really wrong, I don't mean it in a negative way. No, but what yes. really kind of shocked me about this whole situation was how many anti-vaxxer people there were. Like, I thought it was just this, like, concept of, like, American people. Like, there's not that many anti-vax people. But then I saw how many, like, teachers left and how many businesses are putting up, like, weird propaganda. And I'm like, that's, yeah, that's a little... What is with those signs? Like, that is kind of well, I love how they're, like, using this idea of, like, diversity and unity. But then you go talk to them about, like... And, they're like, and then they're like, no, Marley's? no, and then you're like, like in this house, please. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you're like, oh, wait, wait, what was it about diversity and inclusivity and you for know, white people? Like you look at someone like Brian Tamaki, like he's not exactly what I call the most diverse and you know open-minded person to uh, the LGBTQ plus community, but he seems to be talking about this. Diversity and inclusivity a lot. Like, well, is that going to be applied to all of us hatred What's... towards gays? Yeah, and... that's what but... I mean. Like, there are other rights we need to work on first before you start complaining about the well, country. I mean, I think you're just going to put your money where your mouth is. If you're like, talking about inclusivity, there's going to be inclusivity for everything. Yeah, you can't just say, "Oh, well, you're taking our rights away" when you haven't given rights to a lot of other people. Yeah. But there's uh, much bigger rights to Okay, fight. my question is, what rights are being taken away? Um, probably the right freedom of choice. Or no, because they're still choosing. There's still an element of choice. Yeah, yeah but they believe no, that it because is a full choice. Definition of choice is not the best outcome for you. It's yeah. a choice 
It is a decision between two alternatives or more. And those alternatives have consequences. Like when you choose to murder someone. It's still a choice to murder someone. But the consequences are is you go to prison if you're caught. Yeah, that's that's like saying, um, I murdered someone, but I have uh, my right to choose to do that. So you can't actually punish me for that because it's my right to do that. You know, if you're not willing to take on board the consequences think, in your yeah, decision making. The government's largely like, okay, well you have the freedom to choose, but if you don't choose the one that's in the best interest of the whole country, mm-hmm. then your life's probably... Which well, no, no, that's not I the- think is a fair way of putting it, because you could they Here's could the, the next day be like, alright, you have to get the jab or else you put in a prison. Like with Austria, they're locking down people yeah, that are that, unvaccinated. Yeah, yeah. Now that is probably a freedom against cho- you know of choice issue there, because why do they get to do it, but we don't? You know, I... It's actually a choice to protect you. No, here's the thing, right? I mean, they're doing it... Kind of, wait, building on what Kate just said, it's like, um, if you don't get vaccinated, then you're putting at risk everyone else's right to safety. Mm. So, if you're so worried about... If you're so worried about rights... If you're so worried about rights, then you have the choice... Are your own rights? If you don't accept the science and you don't accept the situation in which it is, you can understand why they believe it is... Yeah, but I could say the same thing with I don't accept the fact that murder is a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. That's no, fine no, now. No. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's that's literally moral nihilism. Yeah, exactly. I, these people have taken a, just a like existential nihilist approach to the argument, saying that we can't be sure anything is true. We can't be sure that morals are true, you know? I think at the mm-hmm. root of it, people just don't like being told Oi, what that's they the have thing. To do. That's the thing. They'll be like, oh, no, nah, all the science isn't real behind the vaccine, but I trust my um, friend down the road who like does a few yoga classes, and <laughs> she says this. <laughs> exactly. And then um, there's, some, there's some like dogs here in this thing, <laughs> this little pill. That'll, that'll make me feel better, because I know the science. <laughs> Dogs don't get COVID. But also, I love how most people that say, "Oh, you don't," you know, the science behind it is, you know, we're unsure about the science behind it. Are people that are not qualified to say that, you know, the science behind it's not good. They're like plumbers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what? What gives you, you the credentials like, to say if something's good or not? That's, that's like me thing. turning up and being like, you know what? I'm going to be your doctor today, but I'm actually. You know, a story. From now on, I'm a doctor, and I'm diagnosing you, Charlie, with cancer. Sorry about it. I'm Take a doctor. These drugs. It's like you know, the science behind them are good, but don't take these—the ones you actually need—because the science behind them are bad. Because you know what? That's what the real doctors are saying is bad, and they're working you know, against us. They're working with the government. You know what the government's doing? 5G. We're all magnetic. <laughs> if the government was working against us, then why did 120 MPs take their vaccine? Because they yeah, all sure. want to be microchip too. Because they're the... Imp- no, 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 no. The government is a whole different entity. There's the hey, government... It was funny seeing those Wellington protests and there was that one rogue national MP who was like... Oh, oh I wish yeah. I was out there with the... Um, that um, was... Um, what's his name? What's his name? Matt didn't he King get fired? Oh, yeah, there was a woman as well. Oh, Harati Hapango. We've talked about... I just said that really terribly. Harati <laughs> <laughs> Hapango. Yeah, and then, and then Judith Collins got asked a question about it. She was like, no, they're definitely not going out there. Yeah, because they're like best friends. friends. Yeah, so she was funny. like, no, she's not going out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, um, so it was that MP that came in as a replacement for Nick Smith when we, we talked about it ages Chogham. ago. Um, Chogham? Oh, wait, no. Hugh. No, as a replacement for Nick Smith. Haraiti Apungo came in, but she went to Wanganui and she wanted to be in the anti-vax protest, but she couldn't because she was an MP. <sighs> I think what's also interesting is um, 
how influencers online have come into this oh, situation. Nice segue. Wow, was that a segue? That, that was, a segue. was a segue. No, that was so slick and smooth it wasn't. Because It was, I was just the flow of conversation. I watched a video this morning and then I sent it to all of you guys. I did watch it. it. I watched it. Well, it was about... The first half of it was about how this this um, influencer... I say that very specially because she only has like 100,000 followers. Oh, only 100,000. But that's, that's enough, I suppose. That is a big influence. I mean, you know, because those and people are going to influence their friends and, you know, it's Well, the thing is, um, studies show... Because I ended up watching following study down show. Yeah, no, no. I ended up following down that track and looking at another person who was another influencer. Um, actually, the most influential person on Instagram in New Zealand... Like small time influencer, who um, I don't remember her name. But just anyway, her no, 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 small time influencer. So like, oh, just like Instagram person. Oh yeah, with a, the biggest following it was like four hundred fifty k, and she was saying, um, yeah, it's not much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, but that's, that's like New Zealand John based. Key. New Zealand that's like based. nearly half John Key's New Zealand based, and he's got more followers. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean by small time. Oh, I get you now. Not some politician or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone I who, get you. Has, who has got, only got and Instagram. just happens to have an Instagram. Yeah. Um, and apparently, I was listening to that. And statistics show that people are a lot more likely to listen to what a small time Instagram like in- yeah, influencer yeah. that they listen to a lot more likely to believe them because they feel like they can trust them yeah than they are to yeah, believe yeah, more bigger influencers I can understand that well look at something like Brian Tamaki where did he even yeah and that, that's, that's see that's that also that's a good point people believe them over the government it's within <laughs> church groups mm. that you get those kind of influence and you'll have you like, trust you'll them have more one than pa- you trust yeah you'll have one pastor who'll be like Oh, this vaccine, not too sure about it, eh, guys? Like, let's let's not do that. And so you've got your whole ten k to the church, so I can buy a motorcycle, buy my Learjet. But but if there's like a storm and you need housing, no, why would you do that? Why would you go to your church if you needed help? Because he's already spent. They need your help, yeah. Hey, our house got flooded too. Donate us money. So that. Okay. Anyway, back, back on track. What that influencer actually said was that she got COVID, and in, in her personal experience, it wasn't that bad. So why even bother getting the vaccine? And so, God, so for her, she was actually quite. So it's for very her, oversimplified. Yeah, but so for her, she was putting her perspective out there, and she didn't regard the responsibility she has as someone with influence. And was just like, oh, this is my experience. And then obviously people take that experience on and they think that's someone they know. COVID's not that bad. Yeah, so like, oh, okay, this is... No, she, what what she was saying is that her Instagram she created as a space for her to just be herself and give her opinions. And that's what the space was supposed to be. So she didn't think it was that bad for her to go on and just talk about her experience. And it originally began because she um, was anti-lockdowns. Um, because she and she was talking about her experiences with some of her mates mm. and how they were anti-lockdowns. Yeah. Um, just saying, like they didn't think it was like it Worth didn't it. have much yeah. point. Yeah. Um, and I can see because she, she was in, England, she was in London stu- at like, the time. A so human's really stupid. Yes. Some I think we must be if we're willing to listen. And I. It's because we struggle to comprehend odds. I think we struggle to trust. Yeah, I think that's one of our biggest issues. Is but the, no, we're like, too trusting though. In this situation, they've mm. got that they follow this one person. They're like, oh, okay, she's we're too clingy, silly. No, 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 we don't trust. 
that's that, this is what we I mean when I say we're very bad at comprehending odds. We don't under yeah. We don't trust a government because it's a bunch of people. No, but and we think a, a bunch of people that is a minor, That is a very small minority though that doesn't trust at all. Not really. Uh, but then the other thing is like, why are people vaccinating hesitant? Uh, oh, because there's like a one in ten thousand chance that you might get this. Yeah, you're more thing. likely to die by getting in the car than next. Exactly, but people struggle to comprehend those odds, and as re- but just because yeah. of how humans can perceive things. Yeah. It's, think it's, it's like psychological. Why would you trust like an Instagram influencer with 40k followers who's you know because, is like someone that went to high school and dropped out no, over the you top get, you get highest medical officials in the world no, and no, in okay. New Zealand. Well, no. well what happens was is, it's like a sense of it. it's Maybe for you, you see influencers as just people. Yeah. But for these types of people, they've maybe followed for years. Yeah, and they exactly. feel like this is their friend. This they've is they've someone... built up a relationship. Yeah, yeah. but I have influ- influencers influence me to an extent. Yeah, but, yeah, but top gear. Like, not so just... when you. That's, that's <laughs> the thing with small time influencers, right? Small time influencers' base or their following are usually a, just a smaller group of people who are very attentive to what they do. When you go big time, usually what happens is you just have a general, like, people know about you, and they'll be like, oh, they're doing this, that's interesting, but they don't really follow you. Small-time influencers have a small fan base who yeah, are very dedicated. Loyal. Yeah. Loyal. So they listen to what you say, and they take it in as, like, a very important view. So it's, that's obviously a con of social media there, because this never happened before social media. There wasn't any small-time influencers to this extent. You know, where... Well, then you had pictures well, and stuff like that. That would have been your churches. I mean, yeah. yeah, but not to the extent where you know social media has blown that up to a whole new level. That's you know never. Oh been yeah, well, obviously. So you have that yeah. connection. You know, there are people in your life. And this is what I found with the mandate at school that I was disappointed by. There, there's people in your life that sometimes you don't realise do have a lot of influence over you, and you look up to them or something. And um, that's where I see a lot of the stuff with. The vex, uh, like vaccine hesitancy and becoming anti-vax is from is because in a lot of these spaces, um, especially in our kind of culture, we we listen a lot to these health and wellness kind of people, um, and so that then that seems to be the biggest area, especially on social media where. Um, you've got those alternative kind of theories, alternative mm. sciences, alternative um, homeopathy kind of thing, you know, um, which is a rejection of. The um, mainstream science. Honey, you're a Virgo. You don't want to get no, vaccinated. No, I think we're heading and down so dangerous waters there just a little <laughs> bit because Western medical science is not always the best route because chiropractors are not necessarily considered Western medical science, no, but they can I'm be beneficial. Just saying that, yeah, it is. But I see what you mean. Yeah. And from that, you're getting people who care about their Rungawai health. Garden? I mean, Rungawai Garden? From that, the, the influencers have a whole group of people who listen to them, who care very much about their health and the health of their friends, family. And so then when you have someone go, hey, you guys should be scared, like this vaccine, it's going to hurt your I mean, health. I've seen that happen so in my family. Most people yeah. drink Coca-Cola. Yeah, okay. they do, Charlie. And we're full of contradictions. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, we're all, I just we're can't, all, we're all like, hypocrites. Everyone's... They've got me, a I'm little perfect. bit of hypocrisy in them. You do one thing, you say another. It yeah. just happens. Yeah, not with me. And so, and that's where I see, you know, I make sure I'm rigid with my beliefs. Yeah, that's where I see the biggest kind of movements happening is within that health and wellness. Yeah, facts. So, sort of like yoga. Yeah, Um, I think um, people just reject what's tradition. 
people are starting to reject all traditions and all. Tradi- I don't know if traditions. Well, it's not really traditions, right. but like what is conceived as Western science. Well, I think largely we've become we, a nihilist because of all everything that's happened with you know governments letting us down. You, you, there is a bit of distrust in society. Oh, evidently, and so, so that's just being government. exacerbated. Sorry, and, and that's 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 where you see um, a lot of like vaccine hesitant people um, in uh, indigenous groups yep. uh, within countries because yes. they don't they've trust the government to start with. They've only had bad things, and now they're telling them to have a vaccine. You and can see like, why there's that the clash. I've and seen that in my family. I, yeah, and I would like to see better steps taken towards that. I, I don't think. I mean, incentivizing seems to be the way that's working. Yeah, I mean. Um, yeah, that works. Yeah. I've seen that and in my family. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. yeah, mate. But then, like, um, also, like, a $20 gift voucher. Yeah. I've had, like, people yeah. My, I've had people in my family who are like, like, no, I'm not going to get the bloody vaccine. You know, the government's done nothing but bad things. And then they're like, oh, well, everyone's getting the vaccine, and now yeah. I can get 20 bucks. Yeah. So I might as well. You see, um, I had a really interesting conversation with a person the other day that said that it shouldn't be... You see... In terms of strategies with how to deal with this, should governments and politics be involved with COVID or should it just be left up to health professionals to lead the press conferences and lead the vaccine movement without, you know, just Cinderella oh, well, Because I, I follow the main three parties, main four parties. and Does that include Labour. the Māori Party? <laughs> no. Why um, not? It is a main party. It is. I, I follow party. it. Debbie Narewa Packer. I don't follow Green Party. What? Um, you follow ACT but not... Do you follow New Zealand First then? No. Um... Better follow the Māori Party. Yeah, we won't now. But it, it seems to be... Um, it is Labour who just take on, since they're in Parliament, just take on the whole role of, oh, this is what's happening with um, vaccines, yeah. this is what happening no, You see, I think that's... Is that where we're failing? Is that, with the, you know, the vaccines yeah. but the question a political is, thing, where it's almost a win to get votes. Oh, Labour's doing the vaccine rollout. The National Party, isn't it? But, you know, is, does that make people on the, you know, who don't, don't support that? see Jacinda Ardern and see the government as an entity and yeah. just distrust it rather than Dr. Ashley Bloomfield being the only one leading it all. Well, Dictator! Dictatorial powers to Mr. Bloomfield! The issue is, will people listen if, it's, if the government well, is involved? Well, that's a very good question. And how, you know, this, is, this brings me on to a wider question that I want to ask everyone here, is how do Pineapple we on pizza. try, and I know incentives are working to an extent, but how do we try and, you know, at least... Make sure that people are getting the right information and make sure they're not falling into these influ- small-time influence Mass brands. censorship. Yeah, I think China has it right. Yeah. I mean, there doesn't seem to be any freedom protests over there. Yeah. Tiananmen Square, I mean, no. They've never had any issues. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah. Same with Russia. Russia. They've got it sorted. Never hear anything bad. Yeah. I know. There was that one time. I think it's something to do with a square, but I didn't know much about it. No, no, I don't know if that's true, though. The problem yeah. that's, 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 I think, that's our government trying to make us think going that's back, a bad idea. Going back to the topic, the problem is with trying to spread correct information is that people are just, like, going to rebel against that. They're going to go, oh, you're censoring us for deleting our information. You're, mm-hmm. you're spreading misinformation, and we have the right information. Yeah, well, how as a government do you go about... Censoring yeah. disinformation without people saying you're just trying to hide the truth. Yeah. So, so what? You so, how does a government it. introduce its own information? Or is that what the? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is that I, w- I wonder if that's you know with algorithms and things like that. It? Is how do you make sure that people are getting the right? Especially when you have algorithms that generally, I mean, almost support 
misinformation. Well, the they encourage it. They it encourages by shielding people know, away those, from what they don't want to see. Those damn Instagram pop-ups with the COVID information. Yeah, so you're getting that. You're getting those COVID nineteen. This is a COVID nineteen announcement because you've showcased to the algorithms that you support. No, 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 no. I mean, like sense. if you post oh, like anything the... with like a oh, word oh, COVID on it, mean, it yeah. pops up with a little does information nothing, bar. It does nothing. No, no, no people don't trust the main the people that you need to be targeting. And I love how I love how it links you a lot of the time to like the World Health Organization and everyone thinks that's a hoax anyway in a way is the solution trying to instead of all this big scale trying to get the information out focus on small scale getting those small influences and trying to get them to spread the word yeah, that no, the that's what you're saying, talking like, with the smaller groups why do you feel this way? Yeah, but do you think every small-time influence is going to be keen? Do you think Brian Tamaki is going to be really keen with Jacinda Ardern sits and down in the office and being well, right, right, Brian, Brian, <laughs> Brian, Brian, we have a twenty-dollar gift Brian. voucher, <laughs> Brian, we, <laughs> we have a proposition. You can buy your legit now with this voucher. All right, we're gifting you a legit. And it's actually a lot of what's been going on is this whole. I was having a very interesting conversation with people at work who have alternative ideas. Um, and we're talking Who about how oh anymore? the prime minister only asked Tova and Jessica Much Mackay because they were given fifty million dollars in order to survive, and so people think that that donation that was given to the media outlets in order to make them survive over COVID has bought them influence where they're merely just, just as- asking questions that are crap. Historically, it has. And I mean, from a historical point of view, yes, but there's no evidence other than the $50 million being donated, which was very legit and very open book. You'd mm-hmm. think if they were trying to sway, you know, the media outlets, you'd think they'd do that in a closed, you know, forum, in a back room, handshaking and being like, oh yes, you know, we'll support you. But the reason That's that they, they go to, to Tova or Jessica Much Mackay is because One News and News Hub are the biggest news organisations in New Zealand. Um, but there seems to be all those conspiracy theories. So I'm not sure if the government being directly involved to make sure that people are getting the right information you, is gotta, the best You've got to remember, with any government, you do have to work to the majority. And it's quite simply, the majority do believe what they say. And the majority aren't anti-vaccine. It's, the it's, is allowed, it's, it's a very loud minority. Like what Case was saying before, we're bad at judging odds. We're bad at understanding that odds. at the end of the time, at the, the end of the, the day, the anti-vax community is tiny. They... They might be very loud, but at the end yeah, of the day, they're not going to block us from reaching our freedoms. I'm not they will sold on that. I'm not sold on that because I think that violence. loud minorities have a very, very, very high tendency to make people switch in believing that that is the masses. I like think that back back the it's the hesitant really people. Yeah. You have to get them. In I mean, seventy-four percent of New Zealand was a poll released. Seventy-four percent of New Zealand does support the mandates. That is an overwhelming majority, but twenty-six percent against is. It's not exactly what I'd call a tiny minority. Yeah, I agree. Twenty-six people, you know, twenty-six thousand people is a quarter of our population. That's you know, one point five million people. That's all more more act voters. I mean, well, we're seeing that with the polls. That's that's what got me. Is I thought it was the small population of anti-vax people, and then they say, "Bam!" There's like like a lot of staff leaving. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Is it's not it's not exactly helping our nurse and teacher shortage. Yeah, that's the thing. If you lose your job to vaccine mandate, what are you going to do? I know that. Where are you going to go? But the issue is that's the problem. Is can you really 
Is it, mo- <laughs> is it morally this, right? I heard, this hot, I heard this hot take that um, they shouldn't give people the benefit if they're not vaccinated. I mean, Australia has that. It? No, Australia seriously has that policy. You do not get any state services if you have no vaccine. You can't go to school. You're serious, they you do cannot that. get a benefit. That's the, that's the Australian model. That's, the Australians are really harsh with vaccines, and no one really protests over there. Apart from well, Melbourne, well, Melbourne. I think, I think. I mean, but beforehand with the other vaccines, so you have to have all your other vaccines to get a benefit, and here's you just what, get no state services. Because that thing is that immoral? Here's what I think. I don't know. If if you don't want to get the vaccine, you should not be allowed hosp- to go to the hospital if you get COVID. Well, I mean, I'd rather they be in hospital quarantine than walking around outside. Oh, true. But I mean, I want the them issue to is die. it's immoral on both sides because the thing is, can you really deny them uh, their job and their uh, job security and then public, public services? Twins. Like, can you really do that? Um, is that immoral? But then also the other side, is it moral to allow them to go around? And have the risk of putting people and spreading the disease and putting people at risk of serious health conditions. Both sides are immoral, like Kate said before. It is a lose lose situation. And if I got COVID, I would die. So I want all my family is vaccinated because. Well, I guess this is the argument individual collective. You know, what what is better for society's and civilization's survival? In this case, the government has chosen collective. And I think it's. My nana was real hesitant um, because she's. She's been through like breast cancer, and she's like, and this, this is the thing. A lot of these stories are like that for those people who are hesitant. She she's put a lot of like time and money into her health, mm. and she she wasn't totally sold on the vaccine. Um, but at the point that she decided to finally get it was when um, she realised that yeah, like it is to protect her family, and she might have to take that risk for her personal health. Mm. But she knows that you know for for her family and for her like um, grandkids, that's that's going to be. That the brings up a, thing. The majority up a of point. my family were very hesitant, and then they were like, seeing, eventually, as it kind of, there was a kind of, oh, I perspective, a bit of time where, um, like, it kind of died down, and, like, Super Saturday was seen as, like, a good, cool event, and then they were yeah, like, oh, wait, people are, no, people are getting money. Terrible. People are getting money for this. And the majority of my family were like, oh, if I get a $20 gift voucher, yeah, I'll go get vaccinated. I mean, I just want to go back to what Jack had to say about, you know, people realising that actually they've got to put others above, you know, their own personal well-being. Are we suggesting that people that don't get vaccinated, are are we saying they're selfish? I I just think that um, they don't understand the science. Some maybe, but I think others just Not everyone, but there is a, a few people. Others don't believe the same stuff, you know. Such a the weird. thing with anti-vaxxers is not all of them hold the same point of view necessarily. Yeah, how do you argue with someone who, like Jacob said, how do you argue with someone with, if they don't agree with you? Like, how do you, you can't argue if the there is no argument? Well, yeah, because how do you say a debate other people's is where you take different perspectives on a, you know, usually on a position that is clear. Um, you know, something like you science, vaccinations, yeah. you know. And so you sort of go, okay, well, you know, we both agree that vaccines are good, but let's discuss mandates and the rights behind that. You know, we both agree vaccines are good, but let's discuss mandates. That would be a debate. But completely, dis- it's like flat earthers, completely disregarding the flat... Or believing they're fact- effective, rather Well, you're, than never gonna, yeah. you're never going to have a debate because there's not any points that sort of... Not necessarily there's nothing to argue. But there's nothing to argue. That's like arguing with flat earthers, right? Like, right. if I were to, yeah, if I were to suddenly say... Um, if I were to take the position that, um, oh, no either the vaccines don't work or coronavirus isn't as bad as people say, 
then your argument with me is going to be like, um, do you recognise you're putting people's health at risk by not getting the vaccine? And then my response is no, because the vaccine doesn't do anything. And how do you argue that? It does? No, it doesn't. It, it does? does? No, it, no doesn't. it doesn't. And there we go. Oh, but the science says this. Well, no, I because this person this. said that. Yeah, and it's entrenched, right? You can't... You're never going to convince that other person. Yeah, and that's why I think, and especially with conspiracy <clears throat> theories and stuff, it is down to values. And so by talking to people like that, you've just got to go, well, unfortunately, the situation is, if you don't get it, you're going to lose your job, you're going to put your family at risk because they no longer have someone bringing in money. Yeah. If you care for your family, if you, you know, are worried about security, you should probably just get it. I mean, yeah. So yeah. I just want to move it on, not away from vaccine mandates, but to something else within just the anti-vax protests at the moment. There's been a lot of American influence on the anti-vax <laughs> Yeah, it's a QAnon. I saw some of yeah. those. Yeah, that was um, interesting. And there's been lots of talk by some... I can't remember their names, but there's, there's like this American group over here at the moment that are really firing up the anti-vax protesters and a lot of other conspiracy theories. Trump flags. And a lot of them are talking... Yeah, lots of Trump flags, which is interesting because Trump can't it's really vaccinated. use them. And he's vaccinated. And he's vaccinated. <laughs> And he, it's so weird for Trump because he claims he made the vaccine. Oh, he did. And he, he, and he actually Trump. supports it, which is so funny. But whenever his supporters like start like sort of like going, huh? They, boot, they the booed him on yeah. stage when he said that he was vaccinated and he encouraged people to get it. So it's, it's, it's like there's this whole movement. Like, no, you got your opinion wrong. You don't yeah. like the vaccine. This movement was centered around Trump, and it's just gone out into this whole other. Force. It's gone beyond it's, Trump. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's like a, it's like an Trump's, avalanche ever growing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, Trump's nurtured them, and he's he's let them out of the cage. Yeah, like, but then he's realized he's made a huge mistake because he's realized he's got. Well, anyway, it's disaster for the Republicans because you may say that they're strong, but we know that Trump supporters are actually going against a lot of the Republican primaries at the moment, where a lot of those sort of not necessarily very conservative old-school Republicans are now starting to vote Democratic, which is quite interesting, which is why I think next year's midterms is not a definite Republican wave. Anyway, um, we will move on to that topic maybe next year if we're still all doing this podcast and we can talk about the midterms because the midterms are going to be fascinating. But what I do want to bring it back to with those Americans influencing New Zealand is a lot of them are talking about threatening violence. And how if this continues and these mandates continue, not just the, the violence is going to be protesters. There's a lot of different protesters who are threatening violence and hate, like the tennis walls yeah. that were thrown. That hang said, hang out in, which is so. A, how you know are we looking at another January the sixth event, or you know a violent event going to take place, or is this just a lot of fear mongering that isn't going to come about? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, you I'm don't interested. Know, well, what are, what are our thought, thoughts? Well, Do we think I, that they I almost thought? think that um, seeing what happened at the, um, the the riots and you know storming of capital and stuff, it's almost like created an air of like a oh that's what we do if we have an issue yeah oh that's what people did okay yes. we it's an example. so that's what we have to do. We so have an issue, we stormed yeah, it. You saw that with Carl Rittenhouse being acquitted as well. It's the whole, oh, well, we have guns, we should be able to use them in our country. Mm. Um, Self-defence. I have rights. It's a lot of an American... America has a lot of influence over um, many developed countries, particularly ones that have very Western views, such as older, New Zealand. I think for older people... I mean, I think within among youth, we're kind of a bit... Because we've grown Not up... We've grown I up would up. disagree. No, I, among, think... I, I think among most youth, we've kind of grown up around this whole uh, 9-11, Iraq war, kind of hearing about this stuff about America, and you kind of... You, it loses its charm, no, I think. I disagree with no, that. I know two 
anti-vax protesters who were at the protests. I think you know two people, but that, what I'm saying, I think the majority of youth are a bit dis, 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 I wouldn't say by. that youth... No, I'm not going to... No, I, I think, I think, I think no, there's no, an no, element no. to that, and I think there's a strong majority with what you're saying there that, you know, do look at America kind of like... Here's, here's yeah. the thing. I well, that's think what I mean. I certainly so do. Yeah, that's what I mean. We've heard so much negative stuff about them. Right. I, 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 I agree with Jack, but I don't know if what he said was trying was fully. I think um, a large, large majority of youth are against America, but I think well, I, don't want to say I think I think a lot of them yeah recognise the issues that America have. Yeah. But I still think that there are still a lot of them who unknowingly are influenced by American culture. Oh, so they're influenced. Oh, they're all. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Music. But I'm not sure if I... I think we're looking at that through a lens of just the Hawks Bay and, you know, what we know. But I'm not so sold on that when you look at... We would need statistics to back that up. And, yeah, we obviously don't have them. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be... Oh, that would be an interesting survey. Mm. Social action? (laughs) What do you think of uh, America? (laughs) Anyway, so back to the violence, because obviously with January the 6th, you know, just happening, you know, and as I completely agree... happening... Well, ten months ago. <laughs> ago. Ten months ago. It's not even been a year since that happened, um, and it's still very much within our brains. Um, yeah, guys, if you think of it on a cosmic level, it really wasn't that long ago. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, less than that. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that um, with this January sixth, I completely agree with you, Case. Um, I think that that has become an example for people to, you know. Uh, but this, is how, so to, this is how we do it this is how we make change and this is how we get our own it way it almost seems like people are not to be that guy because obviously I don't want to say that their beliefs are I mean, wrong go ahead mate but um it <laughs> it's all like yours that stage is yours for the taking it feels like people are suddenly doing extreme protests over things that aren't as important like <laughs> in the past there were like really important things and people protest about them they were empowering like and now it's like and... people are like looking for something to protest about mm. yeah well you see there were all the protests about um, but what makes what makes those equality. rights more important than for, from this perspective it's a right of choice mm. it's a right of being but able to be free rights. throughout these protests especially with gay, uh, gay rights the um Women's suffrage movement. It is. It's about freedom. It's about um, choice. Choice, and it's about those kind of Western really values, um, well, within the Western world anyway. I mean, we didn't even see this with the foreshore and seabed protests, like this level of violence. And that yeah. was a pretty telling issue back then. Yeah, that was a pretty big issue. Um, you know, we were looking at uh, the the very foundations of Mardidum being taken away. I, I I suppose what I'm trying to say is that I think protesting has been popularised. Very popularised. It's become it's become like a social media. Can we, can we apply that to the climate strikes? Well, I mean, yeah, like literally. Like, okay, you saw in the Black Lives Matter protests that people were just showing up with just a camera and stuff. They're going like, "Yeah, I'm protesting." Blah blah blah. Not going to the protest to protest. Going to the protest to be involved in the protesting or the culture. Pe- the rioters who took over those protests, who just went for the fun of it to smash things and Call make it start people. start a problem. You know. Um. Man, I'm not sure if I agree with that. Like, I mean, every, like, look yeah, at Vietnam right. War protests. Yeah, Those I, were pretty violent. The, the point, the point of protests is that it's, it's not, like, it's it's a it's, it's an event a that's difference. not normal, right? It's something yeah. that is. It's not happening. an everyday occurrence. Yeah, that, it, it creates um, awareness. It creates, uh, you know, media attention, and 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think they're always going to come across as, oh, this is like happening more than it used to, or blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, I don't, but I don't I mean, know if that's true. But these are quite frictionless times, if we're being honest. Polarizers. Frictionless times. I mean, if we want to apply the logic that these protests, you know, protests have been popularized, I think we should apply that to the climate strikes. What do you mean? Well, the climate strikes going ahead. You know, we could use that as an example. You know, oh, we used to suggest that any protest now is just a popularized thing. Oh yeah, well I think that some people, I mean I know for a fact, some people went to like the school climate protest, not because they cared about the issue, but because they wanted a day of school. Or yeah, they always there, 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 there weren't there weren't, I don't think there were that many. There I weren't think, that many. I mean, you're always going to get those sort of people. But that's you're the thing. Get the people once once you're out of, once you're out of school, you go to a protest, you're taking a day off work a lot of the time. That is actually a big commitment. Um, I think it's easier now to protest. I mean, we, Kate, you saw that protest that, what was it called? The gridlock or something. Yeah. I, I, I was at work and they were all driving past with their like New Zealand flags freedom painted all over their um, uh, Hiluxes you know the Utes driving past um, I think it is easier to protest now we have I think more it days is. off I think it's that's what like I'm saying six, seven days it's, just oh, like way it's easier, it's to, easier protest. to protest so it's happening more yeah, people exactly. are turning to it so rather than it being a momentous Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like, every other instead of, instead of there being a protest and then like yeah, uh, a protest, usually a protest is like a uh, like a you're not listening. It's about time yeah. that now it's become like a social oh we see an issue. It's time we protest. Yeah, it's social events sort of thing. Yeah, right? like yeah, and, mean, that, and that's I, and because of this, that's also why I think that we regard this this anti-vax community as larger than it is because they're out there protesting. You don't have a whole bunch of people. Um, Someone at school suggested we should do this uh, as the student council group that we should have a protest against the anti-vax protesters. I mean, that's on the cards. There were um, protests against the farming protests. Yeah, well, I, I didn't really think that'd be. Um, that's useful, right. My, but, my um, friend was lean. But that's the thing: is that you don't have a whole bunch of people who are following the status quo. Go, I feel really uh, outraged yeah. by people not following the status quo. I'm going to have a protest. It's only the people who are not happy with it that you see. Yeah, it. and I, I think we saw that within school actually, and I think we see that a lot. Is that um, when there's rules and like um, people uh, generally mm. aren't going to go out of their way to share like a pro-vaccine perspective because they just feel like that's the status quo. But it's the people who don't follow the status yeah. quo who yeah. feel a need to spread that information. That's why we regard them as being a bigger. But I think I think hour. but that makes sense though because you know if you're feeling angry by something or if you're feeling you know sort of empowered by something to make that change obviously you're going to bring your perspective out a lot more because you're going against the status quo going against the status quo is going to be the thing that's heard more than going with the status quo because of course that's the status quo and I don't think we should I think the thing is is that these people are angry and they see you know I don't agree with them but I think that they have an absolute right to protest yeah I agree and I think that actually what they're protesting... Yeah, so a protest is to express a strong objection to something. Yeah, and I think that they do. They see this movement with the vaccine mandates as a complete and utter disregard for their ability to choose, even though we disagree with that entirely on this podcast. They see it as a potential to change their lives. They see it as communism. They see it as authoritarianism. They see it as Stalinism. They see it as the no, movement no, no. away from democracy. And they're completely wrong. No, Charlie, please list every type of communism, just for the sake of the audience. Maoism, Leninism... Marxism, oh, Titoism, okay. they're all just oh, quite a personality, no, if we're what, being what's honest. Titoism? Well, Tito from Yugoslavia. Yeah, so what is that? Yeah, I don't, don't get no, into that. Thing. Can we not, can we <laughs> not get into that? Can we not get into that? We're just communist for now, alright? <laughs> communist, 
In what sense? Well, what they believe communism is, what, and what the protesters that? believe communism which is. Which is just is... working in a free market economy. <laughs> and being pretty much a centrist conservative. Yeah. And not really doing much about any social That's communism. That's, communism. That's the communism of the 21st Jesus. century. Hey, guys. She was actually arrested two years ago at the White House. And she's actually got... A neck, no, not an, an ankle bracelet. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was actually on because the she was involved in child trafficking. I, I get a little that was literally a perspective I heard. I like, get a, that's, no, no, that's Q and on. That's Q and on. And that's the thing. That's, I get a little notification every time she's out past ten. That's I get a little <laughs> ding. Oh, Auntie Cindy. <laughs> but what I was saying before about the values, though, that's playing into values about family. About a lot of the time, these people aren't villains. It's just that they they're worried about like. For example, child safety, stuff like that. But then they twist the it so way. that you've got like a vic- exactly, you've got a vic- um, you know, a villain such as Jacinda Ardern being painted out to be like that. Um, at the end of the day, these values are the same. I think what most of this conflict is is just different ways of seeing the same issue. The same fight. Different ways of getting yeah. to because you, know, you know most I would say probably about 99% of people that are actually anti-vax and are going along to these processes are actually lovely people who value well 98% who <laughs> <laughs> you know have those very similar family you know not necessarily well family values mm. you know, they appreciate their family they care for their family they care for their safety I mean we just they're just interpreting that different to us I, I, I really doubt there's a prominent amount of people who are anti-vax because they want people to die Oh yeah, I do not think that's yeah. I think I think especially. Um, I doubt there's suicidal people going. Yeah, I'm get vaccinated. So like, there's that small chance I'll. You know, I'll bring, yeah. I want to bring everyone down with me. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be too sold on that. But I don't think that's think, a big. No, I, I actually, I'm, I'm not sure about that though because a lot of people's concern is the fact that they don't want to put that in their body because they're worried about dying from it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. We're saying that their perspective is, I don't want to get the vaccine, so I get COVID and spread it, and anyone can fall with me. Yeah, I don't think... Oh, sorry, I, I completely misread you. I thought you meant by <laughs> die by dying from the vaccine. I was like, there's only a small no, people no, that, no, you know, no. don't... Sorry, my bad. Um, no, I don't think anyone holds <laughs> that perspective. I mean, maybe a few weird, like, yeah. anarchists or something like that, you know. Down <laughs> the government, down, down with the populace. <laughs> down. We must return back to... The eco style, it's eco anarchism. Maybe they're just actually, yeah, eco, yeah, they're eco worried about the environment. Down with the government, pro the environment, returning back to it's the It's funny, eh, because environmentalism's like sowed its seed into like very different, like really extremist groups, like the QAnon shaman. Eco fascism. He, he was a real like eco fascist type person. Like, he was. It sounds so strange, yeah. yeah. Eco fascist, but you can't be an eco fascist. No, he wasn't. A I mean, I'm an eco fascist. Green capitalism. It all, it's all there. Green capitalism. Interesting world we're living in. We are living in an interesting world. It's changing so, all the time. Hate it. What is your thoughts, Kate, on the violence? Are we going to see a January the 6th or are we not? We could do. <laughs> your security analyst here, Kate. Tell us what's going to happen. <laughs> Token security. <laughs> Kate, we know that you've analysed well, this. We know you've worked in uh, the uh, New Zealand Secret <laughs> Intelligence Service. So security for many experts years. have said they expect something to happen, though. That's, and that's why I'm yeah. a little bit it's like, is this something that's under the radar that we're not, you know, nobody's really talking about? That's the thing. Something could be really under the radar. Are we I looking at guys, a are we guys, not, guys, and we don't know We're about not it. the experts here. Kate, what do you think again? Um, <laughs> I think it's actually kind of possible because. They already mm. were throwing tennis balls and doing all kinds of rubbish. 
So yeah, it is lots definitely. Of comes out. <laughs> it's really possible. It actually is possible, but whether we see it or not just depends on how strong this anti-vax force really well, is. What's after tennis balls? Is it going to be baseballs and then bowling balls and then boulders <laughs> and then gravel? <laughs> gravel. <laughs> Full circle. Those. Is there going to be a just? I just want to put this on the view. The listeners' minds. Just think for a second that in Hawke's Bay, you get hit with gravel. Gravel management management is a hundred percent private. (laughs) I just want you to know. Oh, you're not going to put the ewees on it, huh? You're not going to put the ewees on it. Ewees. No, they don't own it. Ewees. The ewees. They're going to let those ewee own it. The ewees. They already kind of. I think it's actually maybe it's. What? That's the multiple of ewee. No, no, multiple of ewee is ewee. What? Yeah. You mean the plural? Sheeps, but sheeps. Yeah, that's English. So you have an iwi and then you have, oh, look at all the iwi over there. And then you have, oh, look at that iwi over there. All the iwi. Because uh, in Māori, you don't say, you don't say, oh, you don't say te iwis, you say ngā iwi. Well, how would you say kiwi? Because ngā makes it, huh? Is it, ki- is it the same for kiwi? Well, no, but you think about kiwis. Ngā kiwi. No, but is it kiwis or no, kiwi? No, but isn't kiwi in English? Look at all that kiwi over there. Look at all those. Um, also, well, look at all those chickens. Using kiwi in English. My question's still unanswered. What is your what? what is your if, question? If we, <laughs> I think pineapple doesn't belong. If we rename uh, New Zealand to Aotearoa, yeah, what are we called? Kiwis. Aotearoans. No, but you because you the said Mana, uh, the the no, but that's the thing. Mana whenua? Can we be Tangata Whenua? No. no, you're not Tangata Whenua. Yeah, that's but. the thing. Is that it, that would be people of the land? And if you're people talking, of the long white cloud, imagine. <laughs> no, we're just lights. kiwis. What do you call us? Kiwis? Kiwis? No, that's our informal one. Because you actually, you know, you have France, the French, the Brits, Britain. You know, Aotearoa. That's the thing. People of Aotearoa. Mm, That's the thing. There's no, you have to have something. Tangata Aotearoa. Tangata Aotearoa. But if you're reading a news article in America, Tangata Aotearoa. No, Tangata, Tangata, or Aotearoa. The people of Aotearoa. The people of Aotearoa. It'll probably just get shortened to Tangata. The Tangata Aotearoa said that. Yeah. Actually, that'd be quite cool because it would be very unique. That's the thing. It would make it would spread Maoridom far. The language. Tangata or Aotearoa. Well, there's a guy in Christchurch who doesn't want that to happen. (laughs) Owns an Airbnb. Yeah. Over there would have to be Aotearoans. Aotearoa. Uh, Aotearoa no, it's See, New Zealand you can't, it's New Zealand you know where you go south of the South out. Island just splits apart from the North <laughs> no, Island as well. yeah. where, where New Zealand <laughs> no, no, no. when you go across on the ferry there's a sign saying Aotearoa go to the South Island New Zealand yeah, sign actually, there is a, there's about 50 people in the South Island that actually have a nationalist movement it's called the New Munster Movement and because the province, because the provinces used to be split up when they were part of Australia, mm. when New Zealand was part of Australia slightly, it was a colony. Um, we had New Munster and, and New Ulster. So New Ulster was the North Island, I'm pretty sure, and New Munster was the South Island. And there's still a movement down there with about 50 like South Island people who are like, it must succeed and become New Munster again. And they're all yeah. racist. <laughs> really? Yes. That's a curveball. <laughs> I thought they'd be really inclusive. No, no. no. However, I thought they were saying our current government in Wellington doesn't account for Maori rights enough. 
We need to separate and increase Māori did well. Yeah, increase Māori representation. They submitted on Southland Māori wards. Oh, okay. Against them. <laughs> we don't need Māori wards. We don't need Māori seats. What we need is we need Māori government. All the rights back to Māori. That was their perspective. No, no. They d- they, funnily enough, they didn't say that. <laughs> it must have been the subtext of what they were saying. Yeah. I think they actually said it in Dutch. Oh, go them. Alrighty, listeners, that's, I think that's where we wrap it up for today. I mean... I found... Yeah. I was about to make a really bad joke. Should I? Or yeah, make it, make it, leave us with a bad joke. I found us... Oh, it's not a joke per se. Oh, actually, I do have a joke. No, no, no. I have, a, I have a proper joke. I have a proper joke. No, you do say it after you've say done it. Say it after as it saves you. Oh, okay, so I found a token gay for our next episode, because that's a token we're missing. Oh, it's Samantha coming back. No. <laughs> 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 no, no, I found us a special guest. Um, okay, so who is it? Who is it? Oh, don't Ethan. I'll get him on next time. Oh, how? It'd be how? cool. It'd be good. It'd be It'll good be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um, Bring him on. Ben, did you want to hear the joke? Have we got time? Yep. Yes, we've got plenty. Of time. So there was a. Um... Jonah. <laughs> there was, there was Should a guy. we leave you with a Russian proverb? <laughs> there was a guy who really liked tractors, right? He, biggest love of his life is tractors. You're not doing that one, right? The long one, the extractor fan. <sighs> Kia ora, listeners. <laughs> Variety listeners, um, that is all we have time for today. Thank you very much for listening to our 25th Silver Jubilee episode. Wait, I have a good um, joke. No, we're not leaving. No, that's enough jokes. Thank you. Um, thank you very much to Case, Jack and Kate. We will have thank our token you, token gay next week, oh, apparently. keep saying that. We- <laughs> I mean, I know we believe in tokenism, but say we've got to bring on a token gay next episode. <laughs> That's the best thing in the world. Alrighty, thank you very much, listeners. Uh, have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next week. Kia ora. Bye. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.